Hello Tea Crew and welcome to a brand new mini sip. Today we're going to be discussing Pink Friday 2 and Nicki Minaj's new album. So let's get straight into it. All right. So firstly, I didn't know if I was going to review this album until I listened to this album. And I was like, okay, you know, this album is something that I could get into that I can actually review and talk about. And just right off the top of this episode, you guys know I am not a barb. And for that matter, I'm not part of Barty Gang. And for that matter, I'm not part of whatever Lotto calls her followers. I like all the ladies. I wish they would get along better, but that's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> but I do like all of them. You know, I will not stand with Nikki's choice and spouse. However, that's her spouse and that's her business. I'm not really going to be getting into that much on this review, um, but we'll we'll get into some things um, on this review, as Armand would say, LOL. Um, all right, so let's just start with the project. So I listened to the project this morning. It's 22 tracks, um, an hour and 10 minutes, so pretty long there. So there's a lot to really get into, but this is my initial review and my initial thoughts. So initially I was going into it like, okay, wow, Billie Eilish sample, really enjoy that. However, it wasn't really what I would have wanted to be done with the sample. You guys know when I talk about Nikki's music that I'm not always a super fan of singing Nikki that I, you know, which is what I call it when, you know, Nikki's singing a lot, a lot of auto-tune, a lot of breath work. It's not my favorite. Um, but I'll get into that more into the album because there were some examples in this particular album that I did, you know, kind of enjoy of the singing. So the first, the Billie Eilish sample, I think it's already gone. Um, I I liked it, but I didn't love it because I really like that uh, Billie Eilish song when the party's over and I just wanted her to do like a little bit more with that sample, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Um, okay. So then we get into Barbie dangerous beep beep and some of the like faster songs. Not for me, not to say they're not good. I just really haven't like gotten into that trappy type style of, um, Nicki Minaj in a very long time. I feel like maybe if there was a couple of songs like that on the original Pink Friday, I would have gotten into them, but at this big age, I just don't find myself listening to those kind of songs over and over and over. Nothing wrong with them. I didn't find them to be like, oof, let me, you know, hurry up and skip it. It's just not for me. I know I'm not going to be listening to those a lot. Um, Falling For You was okay. You know, the whole middle portion I found to be like neither dislike or liked. You know what I mean? It's just like in this project overall, I found there was definitely something for everybody. You got the melodic stuff for the people who want to chill. You got the trap stuff for people who want to trap and be like in the gym and use the playlist for something when you're on the go. Then you have the songs for the TikTok girlies, you know, um, she put, what is it? Freaky girl on here. That's definitely TikTok. And then she has, uh, which was also a single, but then she has, um, everybody on here, which is another one. I mean, it was crazy how fast Northwest was on TikTok so fast <laughs> doing this dance. I was like, okay, so she definitely popped that on for the TikTok girls, which I get. But I would say for those that have a track list in front of them, my favorite portion of the album probably started at Let Me Calm Down and ended, wait, Let Me Calm Down to about Cowgirl, right? 
And then you could take out Pink Friday, Pink Birthday. I was like here nor there about that. But let me calm down to Cowgirl. And then from um, Nicki Hendrix to the end. Like those middle songs, you know, here, there, you know. Ford from Trini was uh, was also like, I got to be in the mood for it, but it wasn't terrible. Like it wasn't something I was going to be like, oh, I don't like this at all. Um, it wasn't terrible. My favorite song on the album, surprisingly to some, would be Nicki Hendrix because you guys know how I feel about Future. <laughs> Future is not my favorite. He just be doing whatever. Like Future is one of my favorite memes, but I can't say he's one of my favorite artists anymore. But I really like what the two of them did on that track. So my favorite would be um, Nikki Hendrick, but I also, you know, I liked Cowgirl. I liked Let Me Calm Down with J. Cole. You know what it kind of reminds me of? Um, that Summer Walker song where J. Cole is also kind of really spitting facts. Is it, what is it called? Call Me When You Need, oh, Audio Hug. That's what it's called. Call Me We Need Some Love, that one. That's what this kind of is giving, and I love this. I love these features from J. Cole to female artists where he's just honestly giving them good advice. You know, he's basically saying, hey, you know, you married. Okay, so let's backtrack a little bit. I like Let Me Calm Down because it's an obvious example of what she's going through with her husband, right? And we all know what that situation, We can, actually, we don't know. We can only imagine what that situation is like, right? So she talks about, you know, just needing space in the relationship. And sometimes he's like always on her line and how she feels like he feels like he's not enough if he's not up under her, which is a perspective I didn't really think about a lot. Obviously, he's would threaten people, do whatever for do whatever for Nikki because she is his world. And that's a lot when you're somebody's world because they're constantly, you know, just they're just constantly on your line. They're constantly there. They're constantly kind of just, um, I don't know, like you, them being associated to you is part of what makes them them. And so they're always just kind of there. So that's definitely a different perspective. I didn't really even think about in that relationship that she has with that man. <laughs> but anyway, I like how J. Cole kind of talks about that, about being patient, about, you know, being a street dude, but now you're also a family dude and you're also a husband and a father. Um, and it's just a different steez. You can't go into it. You can't go into your marriage problems like you would go into your street problems. And I think that that's what J. Cole was trying to really get across there. Um, and I just like the melody of this. And this is the song that I said I did enjoy the singing because I feel like the singing was part of the sample versus just like the entire verse. Um, and so I was like, okay, you know, to sing on the sample and, and kind of make the sample repeat and stuff like that, I kind of enjoyed that a little more than having the singing just be the verse. Um, what else? What else? I like Big Difference on the record. Big Difference is actually one of my favorite songs. This is the song that she perform performed at the MTV Awards. But um, it came, I think it just, because she had done that performance like months ago now, I think, what was that, in August or September? And now we're in December when she dropped. It's just a little too far for me. Now, I know she changed the day that she dropped because of Lil Wayne's album. And, you know, she wanted to be respectful to Lil Wayne. 
for those that don't remember or you're too young to remember, they were all in the um, Young Money group together. And Lil Wayne was responsible for really, you know, putting Nicki in the forefront in the beginning of her career, along with other people. But Lil Wayne was definitely a contributor to that. So I can understand. And then she also said there were some issues with the vinyl version of her album um, because the vinyl version wouldn't be complete and she wanted all 22 songs on the vinyl version. And today, uh, December 8th is also her birthday. She's a Sagittarius, <laughs> which explains a lot. <laughs> it explains a lot that she is a Sagittarius. Um, okay. So that's my review of the album. Uh, I liked it overall. I think it has something for everybody. Um, um, will it be one of my top albums for this year? I would say, yeah, only because I don't think that many albums came out that I really enjoyed. 1111, um, the Chris Brown album. I really enjoyed that. And I listened to that a lot. I, I'm still kind of having that in rotation, but I really can't say other than that, another album. Oh, I like Mariah, the scientist. I like her album. Um, that she just put out or whatever, but there's not really many albums that I can say I enjoyed the entire album. Um, so for that reason, I would say it's one of my top albums of the year. Um, but yeah, let's get into some of this rollout tea. Cause I know you guys are here for the tea. You're here for my review, but you're here for the tea. So I'm listening. I'm listening because I knew I wanted to do a, uh, review, right? Like I told you guys, after I heard the album, I knew I wanted to review it on the podcast. So I'm listening to other people's takes kind of just, you know, to understand the music a little more. Um, and to just see what other people had to say, if, you know, whether I agreed or disagreed to kind of get a feel for it. Some people are saying they absolutely hated the album. And a lot of people I've noticed too, are just not listening. So this leads into the first little tidbit that I found. So the breakfast club, um, Charlemagne specifically was talking about the rollout of this album and how he felt as though the label did not put enough money into the rollout of this album. There was no additional music videos. There was the Vogue cover, but it still wasn't close enough in proximity to really push the album, right? Nobody is talking about the Vogue cover right now that people were talking about it when it came out weeks ago. You know what I mean? And it, he was saying it's the label's responsibility to line things up, boom, 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 right before the album comes out because that creates buzz for the album. Then we had DJ Envy, which, you know, take consider the source. He says that he thought it was a surprise album at first because he forgot it was coming out. So he's working in the music space. He's in the industry. He's a DJ. He still DJs sometimes, and he doesn't even know your album is coming out. This seems like a huge ball that has been dropped by the labels. Now, this Charlemagne's argument is that they're requiring the artists to now push their music more. I would agree and disagree with that point. I think they're charging Nicki Minaj for kind of pushing her own music out. But I think they know how strong of a force the barbs are. And I think they're relying on the barbs. The barbs are the ones in the comments talking about, nope, Pink Friday is dropping on Friday. We don't want anything else. You know, we don't want to, we don't really care about anything else that's dropping, anything else that's going on. We're going to be in the house streaming this album um, and, you know, getting their number one to number one. 
granted, but I think he had a point where he said the label could have done more. There's no reason why an artist to the caliber of Nicki Minaj would not have two full singles. And I understand people are like, well, she had Super Freaky Girl and she had Barbie World and they, I think Barbie World had a video and so did Super Freaky Girl. But you have to remember like that was early in the year. That was very early in 2023. Like she needs, she needs music videos coming out right before the album. And they have her doing press now. Like next week, I think she's doing Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen. And I think she did a couple of others, but it should have been like, boom, boom, boom. Like right before the album came out, she should have been talking about the album. It shouldn't be the week after. And it's just so confusing to me why it's not kind of set up, especially when the album was pushed back. They they had plenty of time to schedule these things. And my question is, will this affect the record sales if only her core fan base is really listening and ready for the music? You know what I mean? Because you would think that the barbs would be enough to push any project, but it's really not. I mean, a lot of times they are younger. They can't afford to buy the actual project. They're just streaming it, which helps, but you know, it really goes into sales. And that's kind of my last point is that I want to see the people that are literally in the comments, threatening people's lives for talking about Nicki Minaj, go out and buy the vinyl. (laughs) Seriously, go out and support her the way that you need to support her. Writing things in comments and, you know, being little trolls and doing the things that they do great. That doesn't do anything for her. And if you really love her, if you really love her music, if this really was the project of the year for you, and I know it is for a lot of barbs that, you know, follow my content. None of them have threatened me. Um, specifically just want to put that out there, but I'm just saying for those that follow my content, like the podcast, listen to me, this is my advice for all of you Buy the vinyl. I don't know how much the vinyl is, but if she's your favorite artist, find a way, treat yourself for Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate and buy the vinyl and really show her on paper what you can do. Cause at the end of the day, it's like all of this trolling extraness doesn't mean anything. If you're not buying her product, she hasn't put an album out in a very long time. You guys need to get out there and get online and buy her product and buy her tour tickets. That That is where you can show your love. That's where you can show that you're her fave and all that stuff. All the rest of this stuff is immaterial. If you're just going to stream it all day and night, that's helpful too. At the end of the day, pure sales. We've seen it over and over and over. What keeps Nikki out of the top spot? Pure sales. Other artists are coming through with more pure sales than she. Now in this cycle, I don't think anyone will beat her out because I don't think anything came out as big as Pink Friday this Friday, which may have been another reason why she wanted to drop on the 8th versus the 11th because everybody wanted that 11-11 because it was a Friday too, you know? So everybody, I think, oh, mind. it was a Saturday. Most people ended up dropping (laughs) 11-10 because they wanted to drop 11-11. But anyway... Yeah, get out there, buy those vinyls, help her with pure sales. Pure sales push you to the top of the billboard charts more than anything else. Listening on YouTube is great. Listening on Spotify is great. Making playlists is great. Adding those songs to your playlist. But if you really want to support your faith, it's pure sales. Get out there, buy her vinyl, buy, I don't think, you know, people really have CDs anymore, but buy something from her website, (laughs) 
that's going to go towards her total sales at the end of the week because that is what's going to push this project forward. I did like it. I liked the vulnerability. I liked the different the different styles that were in the album. Uh, there was something for everybody. Um, I liked that it kind of showed more maturity, but you guys know deep inside, <laughs> you guys know what I want from Nikki. I want her to leave Kenneth. <laughs> I knew I said I wasn't going to talk about it, but dang it. If I had, if I, but you guys are my people. If you made it to 16 minutes in, shout out to you. I'm sorry. This mini sip is kind of going too long, Um, but we could talk now. Y'all my people, everybody who wanted the review, listen to the first six minutes and they clicked off. Y'all my people at the end of the day, if you listen this far in, and I'm going to tell you, I want her to leave Kenneth. I want her to make up with Cardi. I want her to get out here and really unify the girls, okay? She's the one, she's one of the first in this era to do it. You know, in this era, she is the supreme, she is the elder, okay? And I want her to come together, lay her burdens down and unite the girls. That's what I want. This album is great. But that's what I really want from her. That's what would make it a Merry Christmas for me. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm rambling now. I'm going to cut it off. Thank you guys so much for listening to this mini sip. Have a beautiful day or night wherever you are. And I love you for listening. Bye.